Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses. That is called fascism. Okay, he is a fascist leader. He's his own worst enemy. He's creating his own problems. You know, he's like one of those people who can't get out of their own way. I don't want to be one of those like kind of Trump like, haters. Okay, I just want it. to make... Everyone is a product of their upbringing and their personal loyalties. I'm a human being, and I probably got overtaken by the excitement of him winning. The minute you called me to say, uh, boom, as soon as I got that, boom, I called you right back. Anyway, you, and then you she lose hit the me. argument. All the ladies out there... My mother's like, why are you cursing so much? I'm like, Ma... Where do you think I learned it from? We do this podcast. I go into the city. We have dinners together or we'll travel. We spend time to be together as yes. a couple and a family and as business partners. And I feel like it really helps us. You still love me? I do. Okay, do you still you. love me? Very much. Okay. I don't know if you have, I mean. Let's Very much my there. liberal hot wife. hysterical oh my god it's like the cosby's oh the cosby's god. of podcasting oh my god right? don't say that i mean that didn't end well for bill oh okay, okay. well I mean, yeah say that. i mean the show Jesus. not his real life okay okay anyway so here we are we have a special guest today we're actually have him on our show anthony has been um had the privilege of being on his show in the past um josh are you there yes hi Deirdre. hi big so, fan we have Josh Jelinski. Um, he's the host of the Financial Quarterback on um, 710 WOR on Saturday mornings. So you can have your coffee. 9 a.m. to 11. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Listen to Fabulous show. Yep. Um, and and he's, he's also writing. Are you writing? No, you wrote the book. Wrote the book you wrote yeah. the book already. Retirement Reality Check. I need that. Um, which is probably something that everybody in this country should read because so, so we're all wastefully spending our money and then we retire and have none josh you've done a lot of work on this so and we have a lot of listeners that could use help on this topic so so tell us a little bit what you learned about people as they're about to retire right are they they're just not planning or what what's going on out there and what can people do at all different ages to help themselves well that's a that's a massive question great to be with you the, the subtitle of the book is How to Spend Your Money and Still Leave an Amazing Legacy. I'm finding that a lot of people, so, so this is like the perfect podcast because the misses, you're about, I know you're not supposed to share your age, but you're in your 30s. Oh, thank you. I'm actually I'm in, 40. But oh, thanks. Okay. Well, I thought you were like 38, but okay. okay so well, I appreciate that. You're, you're, you're almost a millennial. I guess you'd be a zennial. I, I think have, I'm I don't a know what I am. Too. I have no. Well, how old are you, Josh? Thirty-eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what we are. No. I don't know what we are. We got to look thought, that up. I think we're the, that in between. We're not really millennials, and we're not really boomers. And then Mooch, you're you're in your fifties. He's your a early fifties. Yeah, fifty-five. So you're a boomer. Yeah. So this book is for every age group. I find that people in their thirties, like we came of age, Deirdre, at 
a time where our parents lost half of their money in the stock market meltdown of 2000, 2002. Yep. And then just as they were going to retire, they lost 40% of their net worth in 2008. Yes. So I'm meeting a lot of, I would call them Xennials, the generation from 19, born 1977, 1983, also the Millennials or born later, and boomers are still kind of shell-shocked. Even though we've had one of the longest economic expansions in history, I'm meeting with a lot of people who are very timid about the market, timid about their 401k, and they actually missed out on one of the greatest stock market rallies in history, and now may not be the time to you know kind of dip your toe back So in the water. So Our book is focused on all age groups, millennials, zennials, boomers, seniors who want to spend their money and leave an amazing legacy. For too long, and Mooch, you know this because you're in the financial services industry, and that's how, you know, I knew knew of you from your work at Skybridge and the great uh, work you do democratizing, investing, and giving opportunities to people who would normally you know, be reserved for the kind of the super elite. Um, So I love what you're doing. But I've noticed that too many people are kind of shell-shocked with fear and they don't have a spending plan for their money. They just have a saving plan. So the purpose of my book is to give people joy in investing and not misery Mm -hmm. and to actually (laughs) teach them how the whole idea of retirement savings is so that you can enjoy your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s. Like, I just don't want to, like, miss out on trips to Disney World or trips. I mean, right now I'm I'm in our beach house in a room tucked away, hiding from the kids so they don't make room on the podcast. That's okay. They could, and, they're they welcome anytime. Just, like, <laughs> just have them come on. We're interested in hearing I, what they have to wonderful. say. They're, they'll be great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you know, it's funny. The only one who really wants to come on is, like, the 20-month-old. <laughs> of course. They have a I lot mean, to say. They have so much on their mind. Ours too. Oh my God, he doesn't stop talking. But yeah, yeah I hear wonderful. what you're saying. You don't want you want to live your life while you're li- while you're alive versus saving to retire and not doing anything, which I think a lot of people do. Or a lot of people feel like they do live and then they have nothing left when they do retire, and which is also a scary notion. Yeah, and that's why the, the subtitles "How to Spend Your Money and Still Leave an Amazing Legacy." Mm-hmm. I want people to save for retirement so that they have a permission slip to enjoy. I think of my parents who just died at 71, both of them within seven months of each other, 52 years married. They didn't have a penny to rub together when they died, but at least they enjoyed a trip every year. They went on a honeymoon to Disney World. They loved it. It was their most favorite place. Mm -hmm. Now, they followed a lot of the traditional paradigm. You know, the pie that everybody does. Oh, about risk many, too risky, not risky enough. You're talking about the investment pie. Yeah, of what I to think we need a yeah. new paradigm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the like 100% aggressive. If you're young, if you're older, you know, you go more conservative. I think we need an entirely new paradigm. We've been following the pie for 60 years, and where has it gotten? The average American saving for retirement is still they only have about fifty thousand, according to Fidelity. And I got my, uh, I got John Malden, best-selling New York Times author, to write the foreword to my book. And the, the big thing he's talking about is in the Great Reset, if we have a market uh, meltdown somewhere between now and let's call it 2024, 
the average American is, is not going to be any better prepared for that meltdown than they were in 08 or 2000, 2002. So my book's trying to prepare people. So give us just like a snapshot or a window into it. So what do you suggest the new pie should be or how we should be doing things differently? Uh, there, there's a ton, but I'll give you a couple. Yeah, number just a, one, if you could give us a cliff's notes just to give our reality listeners a Reality check sense. number one, quit worrying about your money. Meaning, give yourself a carrot on a stick. Save 10 to 20% of your income, but do it while enjoying a honeymoon once a year. Uh, taking the kids uh, somewhere special once a year. Don't, uh, don't, depre- don't forgo memories. You know, too many people, I mean, I, I respect that people write the book about, you know, skipping your daily coffee. But I know no successful person who really skips their latte. Right. No offense to, to that book. <laughs> I mean, every I cannot I cannot stand to live without my latte. You know, every no, day. No, I, I get I, so this is like this is more than a financial notion. This is more of a lifestyle piece and enjoying um, your life. It's not even so much about. I mean, it is about you know finances and money, but it's also about stopping and. Um, taking a moment to enjoy some of the small things that make your life happy or enjoyable, whether it be a latte or a trip to wherever with your family. Um, I think this is, it's like a, it's a, it's a bigger thing than just your, your wallet, right? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So, so Josh, the average person, what do they need to save on an annual basis? You said 10, 10 to 20%. 20 percent of your, yeah. But when you're, let's say I am 45 and I haven't Don't saved much. Wish? I wish I was, but I'm not. But let's say I'm in my mid-40s. I haven't saved much, but man, I'm looking at 20 years from now retiring or 25 years from now. Right, can you turn it now. around like later yeah, in what life? Do you, what do you do in that situation? I think you can turn it around if you're 55. If really? the average person makes, let's say, 50 grand a year and you learn to live like a pauper, but you, you don't forgo that family vacation or whatever's meaningful to you, the latte, Let's say you got fifty grand a year to spend. Now in the Northeast, that's really difficult to save anything on fifty. But let's say let's use fifty grand a year as a round number. If you lived on thirty grand for food, rent, mortgage, you take ten to twenty grand, you sock that away for twenty years at zero interest. That's four hundred grand twenty years from now. Four hundred mm-hmm. grand plus Social Security is better than most. I mean, people have to. I know, I know radio listeners who call up and they're like, I'm 52, I have nothing saved, what do I do? I tell them, start. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cut your cable bill, cut your Netflix bill, cut your stupid stuff, don't cut your latte if you really like that. I mean, we all have things <laughs> that are non-negotiable to our happiness. For mm-hmm. me, that means coffee, that means going out to eat and going on vacations with my family. But there are other things, like my wife, she doesn't really need, uh, you know, the, the latest handbag or the latest, you know, and greatest shoe. Yeah, she I really feel wants around to that. Spend money. 
Yeah. Yeah, but she really wants somebody on organic food. So, you know, you kind of have a give it's and It's a give take. and take. Yeah, definitely. Priorities. But I think anybody can start early enough, I think, or late enough. But I, uh, one of the things I talk about in the book is setting up a volatility buffer. A lot of people I've talked, especially people in their 30s and 40s, they are shell-shocked. They have like 100, 200 grand in cash. And I know you know with your work on Skybridge, a lot of people who have significant amounts of money, they have so much cash still on the sideline. They're, they're sort of shell-shocked. They don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think if we set up, you know, they're, you know are we going to have a recession this year? Are we going to have one in two years? Are we going to have one in three years? Who cares? Set up a volatility buffer. We know recessions will come. Have one to three years of your income in the bank, in treasuries, in more conservative type of things. That way you can weather the financial storm Mm -hmm. that may come next year, you know, if we don't cut a deal with China or, uh, you know, four or five years from now. That's definitely good advice. So and the thing that I'm thinking of, this is all all these numbers are going to be different for everybody depending on where you live, like how you were saying in the Northeast, you know, it's super expensive and um, things cost a lot more money than they do say in the South or, you know, in, in Georgia or something like that. So all of this stuff we have to keep in mind is going to be different based on where you live, the job you hold, how many kids you have. But I mean, I guess there's ways to work around all of those variables, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's what your priorities are. I mean, we have six kids. We just had our six Oh like God. eight weeks ago. And God bless you. <laughs> you know, some people they're spending, yeah, we need his blessing. Oh my God, you do. Yes. Yeah, and a, a good babysitter. Uh, yeah. It's fun. We have six, 11 and under. So oh it's craziness oh in the God. house. It's absolute mayhem. It's you. like those WWF uh, wrestling matches in the 80s. You know, yes, like people are flying off the ropes, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I know. We've had four boys in a row and the the first two were these genteel little girls and the boys screwed it all up oh my gosh yeah that's what happens they come in and they they take over i know anthony and i yesterday we had i don't know why i guess because it was like the third you know labor day we had like an extra day with the kids on the weekend and he was like oh my god yesterday i was begging for mercy all i wanted was the day to like end and for us to go to sleep and he said but today i woke up and i was like a little bit sad i just wanted them to come out and start punching me again but we had to go to work. And I said, I know, you know, you take the beating, but it's kind of fun. You, you want more. Obviously, you're, and, and you're glutton for punishment. You have six. No, we, we love it. But those are the days you save for. And maybe you save in a volatility buffer so you can take an extra day a week with the kids or an extra day every month and go wrestle. Yeah. The point is to find your why to invest to set up a volatility buffer so you can weather the uncertainties and the storms that come in the financial market. You also want to look at tax smart investing, Roths, permanent life insurance. You know, a lot of people have told me, you know, I grew up in an age where it was like buy term, invest the difference. But I don't know about you. When I die, I want my wife to be okay. I want to have a lot of money and I'll probably die after the term expires. So in our book, we rethink insurance. We rethink annuities, which are are kind of a middle-class pension vehicle that many uh, talking heads downgrade, but a lot of people like a paycheck every month. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I remember, uh, Anthony, hearing your personal story, you know, your parents 
kind of blue collar, uh, brought up in Long Island. My parents, very blue collar in New Jersey. And they would have loved to get a pension check yeah, no every question. month. There's no and, question. And, to, and my mom and dad, they didn't have the risk tolerance. They couldn't stand the market going down. So they pulled it all out at the wrong time. So some of my book is written to protect the average kind of everyday working person from themselves. And that's why there are certain risk transference products. I mean, I know you're, you're an expert on that with what you do in alternative investing at Skybridge, but I find that a lot of uh, the talking heads right now talk about investing in index funds. That's great. I'm all for low fees. But when the market resets, those index funds are going to go down 40%, 50%. So we need to be thinking about conservative places to store money, not just risky places. But this is why I feel like, you know, someone who's not very savvy in this type of stuff. You see why Josh and I get along so well? Yes. Don't I say that all, everything you just said, I say it all day. Yes, you do. But the other thing is, um, I feel like a lot of people, myself included, are not savvy on this type of thing and they have no clue what goes on in the markets other than what they see on CNBC or whatever Bloomberg and we're at the mercy of a financial advisor or somebody that we trust that's telling us do this do that and we do what they say so for somebody like me who's not well not 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 that I'm not well read but just not so savvy on on these kinds of things and I would have absolutely no clue to do what to do with my money if I hadn't asked somebody else. Where does somebody go in like the sea of financial advisors to find someone who they're on the same page with and who they can trust to do the right thing with their their money over time? I mean, I know you, you run a company, the Jelinski Advisory Group, and um, you probably have to teach people as you go how to do things and invest their money, correct? No, no, that, that's great. Um... Yeah, I I would start with three letters, P for protect, S for save, and G for grow. Our financial industry does a bad job of promoting growth, but not protection and savings. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure you have enough term insurance. That way, if you die, your kids and spouse or significant other are okay. We want to make sure you have enough disability insurance. We want to make sure you have enough legacy insurance, a will, a trust all that, that's part of your protection. That's like your moat around your financial castle. Mm-hmm. Then you want to make sure you save and have a volatility buffer equal to one to three years of your pay. That's goal number one. If you can't get a year's worth of your pay, do not pass go, do not collect $200 because you want to be protected from the big three, death, disability, unemployment. You Mm -hmm. can always work longer if you're 70 and don't have enough saved up for retirement. You know what I mean? Unless you're dead or disabled or unemployed. Those are the three big things that financial planning should protect. As far as um, any listener or reader, you buy the book, we'll actually uh, give you access to a free assessment where you can test and give your own risk score for example, the S&P 500, which Warren Buffett says everybody should put their money into, that is a risk score on a program of 70. And that's too risky for many people to put 100% of their money into. Mm-hmm. So I think it starts with being on the same page because you might have an advisor who's only focused on growth and not protection and not savings and not alternatives or 
non-correlated assets to the market, what what Anthony's known for. You know, you need people who are not just going to be sort of droning the same regurgitated advice of put all your money in the same things. And Michael Burry, the guy uh, who was featured in the big short, he just uh, came out last week saying there's a bubble in passive investments because everybody's putting their money in index funds, or mm-hmm. a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would start with PS&G, protect, save, grow, obviously get my book. And then obviously, I feel anybody. like your book would help someone like me so much. I mean, without Anthony, he, he oversees a, a, everything as it relates to finances in our family. But without him, I would be absolutely lost. I feel like, in all honesty, a book like this would help me because I could go into a meeting and be somewhat knowledgeable about what I need to do or what I need to say to someone who potentially may help me um, with my with my money. So. I think no, it's a I great think book. That's right on. Yeah. And I think in the era of, you know, Me Too and women's rights, you and your honey should both be in on the money decisions because different spouses value different things. Um, I mean, I always try to beg my wife to be involved in the stuff. She's like, I married a financial advisor. Yeah, I have no interest I either. I think your wife's it. name is Beth, right? Yeah. Yeah, tell her I'm with her on that. He can do it all day long for us because I have no interest. But I think, ironically, he and I are on the same page about how to spend our money, which is um, probably a unique thing. But it's very helpful because we don't have arguments over how to spend our money, thankfully. But I know that's a big thing in relationships, but that's a whole nother podcast. Well, they say that's the number one reason marriages end is money. I mean, I'm kind of blessed with that, too. My wife does not buy stupid stuff. So I'm really blessed there. And when we spend Right, because that can definitely be frustrating, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I would be. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have a problem with the organic grocery bills, but other than that. You know. <laughs> well, at least that's going to the little mouths, making them very happy exactly. and healthy. So that's a good thing. Well, Josh, we appreciate you being on, and uh, hopefully I'll get back on your show sometime soon. No, we'd love to have you on as soon as possible. And folks, go to Amazon, get the book, The Retirement Reality Check today. Available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. I'm going to get it because I want to make sure my mom has. I already ordered it for you, oh, babe. Okay. I just I just clicked that right, one cool. clicked you on Amazon. All right. You're going to get it. I want to uh, share it with my mom. Make sure she's all set. All, all right, Josh. Josh enjoy your beach house you, and your new baby. Huge fan, man. God bless you, man. Likewise. God Thanks bless you. again. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.